Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. It's time now for the tables to be turned on behind the lashes because Dion is here and she's going to throw the questions at me. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good. The sun's shining again. Aren't we lucky? We are so lucky. We are so lucky. The weather has been so good to us. It's been, it's been delightful. Indeed. Yeah. So go on then. Do your worst. All right then. So, Joe, it's uh, day one of week five of lockdown. Mm. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm settling in nicely. You're settling in, yeah. So I was just going to ask, how have the last couple of weeks been since we last caught up? How have, how have you been finding your moods and your, you know? Well, I can't believe it's been two weeks since we did this. It's crazy, really. Nothing much has changed. I've had probably a couple of down days, but nothing major. I've been super busy doing behind the lashes and there've been some other things going on as well. So yeah, I am happy in the bubble because whilst I'm here, we're all safe. And that for me is a great feeling. I am terrified of the prospect of being let out. Is that because of the virus or is that just because you're actually adjusting to living in your own little bubble and quite enjoying it now (laughs) because I've developed acute agoraphobia (laughs) (laughs) no it it is the virus yeah I am properly worried about that happening to to my family and to my friends and and to my clients I I don't know how I'm going to handle that because I found the period just before lockdown incredibly stressful all of that kind of what have I touched who's coughed near me, what do I need to wash, do I need to take all of my clothes off and wash them, do I um, keep, you know, the constant sanitization of hands and clothes and hair and clients and studio and kids and lunch boxes and school bags, I just, it was overwhelming and that's what it's going to be like again, but worse. So do you think when we do go back, that's that's how you'll you'll be do you think you'll be sort of like still continuing yeah yeah I don't see how how we won't be and you know the whole social distancing thing we weren't doing that before lockdown how on earth is the world gonna look then the world is changing Joe. the world is like about to change it's in it's in a transition and yeah things things I keep saying it I don't want to be like scare people but the world's not really we're going to go back, but it's not going to be the same. No, and whilst I'm in here, nice and cosseted and cushioned, we're lucky enough to have a garden. The weather mm-hmm. is lovely. We haven't killed each other yet. We're all getting on really well. well um, we're still able to get our groceries delivered. You know, we've had no major hardship. Obviously, we're feeling the pinch in our pocket now. We have got some savings, but we're burning through those at the rate of knots. But whilst we have got a slight... Um, buffer of savings I am not massively struggling on any level so I'm really really lucky and I'm I am 
shielded from what really is going on out there. And I've got my head firmly in the sand, Dion, I guess. Okay. So two points there I want to pick up on. The first is, how are you getting your groceries delivered? Who are you with? (laughs) I can't get deliveries. Oh, can't you? Okay. So yeah, I know lots of people are struggling, but if you have had them weekly delivered for years and years, as I have, you go onto their priority list. So I get a slot a week. I, I, um, I get mine from Mercado and yeah, initially it was really hard to get, get slots, but they sorted themselves out. So yeah, I'm I'm lucky and there's a couple of other people locally that have taken advantage of the situation who are doing you know private deliveries and things my mum's getting regular fruit boxes and things from them so people have been quite um ingenious with taking advantage of the situation and creating these little grocery delivery businesses and I know that they go up to Covent Garden to the markets every day get the fruit and fresh vegetables and so yeah it can be done you've just got to know where to look Okay. Oh, well done. Well done. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to sort of pick up on is you sort of, you know, said um, you've, you're kind of living with your head in the head in the clouds in your own little bubble. Um, and also I, I watched your live with Genevieve uh, the other day, which was, which was so much fun. Very, <laughs> very, I loved watching that. Very entertaining. Um, but you did kind of mention that you kind of, your strategy has been, to keep yourself super busy because the moment that you don't, um, the moment that you slow down, your mind starts to ponder and you start to, you know, sort of, it, it all seems a little bit too much. Um, so you're doing very good at that. You're doing a really good job. You are keeping yourself super, super busy. My question to you is, do you worry that it is all going to catch up with you because you're not giving your not in the physical aspect of burnout, but you're not allowing yourself to kind of take that time to process what is going on. Is that a concern for you or is that kind of always been your strategy through life and does that kind of just work for you? Yeah, I think that is my strategy and I have definitely confirmed that I am really not good at chilling. I can do it for an evening, I can watch a film, but beyond that, (laughs) I don't really, I'm not very good at it. And I totally get what you're saying, but I have every intention of staying busy because that is the way I roll. So will I ever actually have to have to deal with it properly? I mean, you know, a psychotherapist would probably have a field day with me and say, well, it's really important for you to harness that stillness. And as we were talking about last time, to just be. Yeah. I am going to work on that. But saying that, I am incredibly busy. But now that I've settled into a routine with all of my girls that are contributing to Behind the Lashes, I've got a regular schedule everyone has their slot every two weeks if they can't make that slot for whatever reason then I just catch up with them in four weeks um and it means that I do have most of my afternoons free and I have my Saturdays and my Sundays free so it means that I do have time to do other things that keep me busy (laughs) 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 yesterday I thought oh I've got some time on my hands what shall I do so I I wrote an article for Jade Jones' new magazine, Jade Stone. So she had said, can you do that? The deadline's June. And of course, here we are still in April. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping that I'm going to keep getting these things to focus on. There are some, there are some really fun things coming through the pipeline. And 
I just think I'm just going to find more things to get get busier. I am going to do my wardrobes this week. I'm definitely going to do that. So hold me to that. In two weeks' time, I need to have done my cupboards. Well, that was that was one of my questions that I was going to ask you because I know you wanted to catalogue your lash your lash um, bits and bobs, and you wanted to sort out your spice cupboard. So you haven't yet got round to those. Oh, do you know what the spice cupboard was a was a was a bit of a a metaphor I can't even see my spice it's so high up I can't it drives me nuts actually I I do need a system the spice needs to be lower okay so I'm not going to alphabetize my spices but I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust it god this is really interesting for the listeners isn't it (laughs) you heard it here first Joanne is gonna sort her spices out (laughs) right in your life Oh God, yeah, you've got to spice up your life. Exactly, spices are important, Joe. They do need to be, um, you know, they do need to be organised. I'd say so, and <laughs> never, never would in a full lash week would spices have been so high up in my priority list. But right now, yeah, they're quite high. <laughs> <laughs> The world's changing, I told you. <laughs> I, have, I have started um, sorting out my lashes though. I've got drawers for like pre-maids. I've got, uh, I've got areas for my volume lashes and I'm gonna, I've got one last cupboard which I really do need to go through. All of, it's full of bee curls. I mean, wh- what's all that about? Dude, what is that about? You've heard of the lash graveyard, right? Yeah, mine's, mine's immense. You need to get them. There's a group on Facebook, the Lash Graveyard. You need to get them on there and sell oh, really? them. Really? Yeah. But did you not know about that? No, I thought the Lash Graveyard was just a thing that I talked about. I didn't realise it was actually a group. Yeah, no, there's an actual group on Facebook. I've got so much. I've still got some like 0.20s that <laughs> that I need to go through from like well, so long ago. I need to go through and um, put them on the Lash Graveyard. Yeah, who's you, like you sell them? stuff on there. Who's going to buy them? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. And, and as much as it's a fantastic idea, it, it's like saying you're going to do a jumble sale, isn't it? You're going yeah. to do a car boot sale. It's like, do I really want to spend all of that effort for like, how, how, am I, how much am I going to sell my 0.20s for? And then you've got to drag your ass up to the post office. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. But it seems terribly wasteful to throw all of those little bits of PBT away. That's so the thing. It really does. Maybe we could stuff pillows with them or something. <laughs> They'd be a bit spiky. <laughs> Might be a bit prickly. <laughs> or we could maybe um, develop some kind of merkin with just eyelashes. You know what a merkin is, right? No, dude. I don't know what a merkin is. A merkin is a pubic wig. <gasps> no. <laughs> make those <laughs> we can make it a thing the thing is though will decals really really um you know be good enough we really need the double decals don't we <laughs> well maybe the, but maybe there's a market for like really tidy merkins you know and you know especially with a uh, you could make a nice little hollywood I'm not hollywood you know a landing strip what what's that called a brazilian that would be nice brazilian, in a bee yeah. curl <laughs> could you like that yeah that would be nice in a bee curl my mind's going in all sorts of places I, I bet everyone's I'm... switched off now they're like what is this <laughs> Joe, uh, quickly on your on your on your lashes still on your lashes let's get away from merkins and yeah. and, um, and such what um 
What are your favourite brands? I'm just curious now that I'm now that I'm sort of pe- picturing you organising your your lash okay. space. So I love new stuff, and I'm always trying new products. But I do kind of come back to my favourites. So I obviously train um, with with Darling Beauty, and so I use all of my students have Darling Beauty products. But I yeah, do I. I do always encourage them to to try other things as well because it's not like a a written rule that just because you trained with Darling Beauty you have to use Darling Beauty products. Obviously, it's ideal if they do because um, you know it, it's very easy for me to 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 get all of that for them. I tried I tried some of their lashes that they gave in um, the Lash Angels goodie bag. I like them. Yeah, that they're really lovely, and also Charlie is such an amazing girl, and her her customer service and care is is so great, and she really does care about the brand and really cares about the students, and you know she's just a really good egg. Um, but I do I do use other brands too, so I love Lash Heaven Divine Silk lashes for my volume. Generally, I use 0.5s or 0.06s. Yeah, my tweezers are a real pain for me because I have dodgy thumbs um, through years of lashing. So I get RSI in my thumbs. So I need really light tweezers. So my favorites are Inspire Lashes, her kind of petrol multicolored. Um, they're so pretty. I know the ones you mean, yeah. They are so beautiful, but they're really, really light. But I still only have one pair that properly works for me. So tweezers are a real issue for me in terms of my... Um, volume tweezers um so yeah and i use lash heaven clear fierce clear mostly when i'm using i do like a clear adhesive um and what else can't even remember what you need to lash anymore <laughs> <laughs> i think that's about it some lashes some tweezers some glue all the rest is, is uh, just you know fancy add-ons really isn't mm-hmm. it <laughs> um on, on that note of tweezers do you so do you I used to be that sort of girl that was like, I can only have, you know, one pair of tweezers, I'd break them in and then they're mine and then I'd drop them and then I'd go into a state of panic and then I'd be like, I'm not going to be able to lash. So then I realised that's not sensible because I found myself getting stressed out because I'd drop tweezers. So I'm always sort of, I've always got two or three pairs on a, on the run that I'm, that I break in so that if something happens to one pair, I've always got another pair available and good good to go so have you is that what you do with yours or are you I try Dion but I I just if I dropped my tweezers which I've been using for two years I would literally probably give up lashing because I know this is a really stupid thing to say I'm I do buy loads of tweezers but the same ones or different the, the same ones and I've bought other ones um Maven's uh boot tweezers are fantastic and also I did buy a pair at vast expense because of all the um uh custom you have to the customs you have to pay from lost artistry she had a beautiful pair but they're still too the tension is too great for me they're perfectly grabby and they pick up right on the end which is what I need but they're just they do I get cramp in my in my thumb socket so if anyone out there knows of a brand or has tweezers a boot tweezer with very light tension but very grabby right to the tip of the foot let me know 
let Joe know, please. We're starting a nationwide or well, an international appeal because Joe doesn't mind paying for that shipping. <laughs> well, I do actually. That last pair of tweezers cost me about sixty quid. Oh my god, Joe! I'm um, I'm actually in the process of doing an, another order with my tweezer manufacturer. I only have one shape of tweezers, but I might I might see what he can send me in in way of sample to Ooh. see because my ones are really light. They're not they're they're so light. They're so light, but they're curved. They're not good, but I might see what he can send my way. Do you wiggle? I don't wiggle. No, you pick up and place. Pick up, place, and I strategically fan that motherfucker out. Right. (laughs) That is a technical term, guys. (laughs) It is. That's what I tell my students. Fan that motherfucker out. Okay, okay. Do that. Oh, bless you. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll, I'll, I'll keep a lookout for tweezers for you, though. Thank you. Okay, so you, you're still loving doing the podcasts? Loving it. It's Aww. so good because I know that I say my head is in the sand, but it isn't completely up my bottom because I am talking to girls oh, every day about their situation. I'm loving finding out about the different sort of governmental approaches around the world. It is utterly fascinating and I really do feel like I am doing something quite valuable you know I'm creating that time capsule in the form of a podcast and Mm. I love that this is going to be something that my great grandchildren can refer back to and see what life was like for great granny Jojo great grand Jojo that is so cute um what's been your favorite What's been your favourite um, part about doing all of these interviews? Do you have a favourite part? Yeah, definitely. It's 100%. I, I knew that, you know, that you were all a great bunch of girls, but, and some I knew better than others. But what I wasn't ready for was the candour and the, the openness and the generousness with which you guys have all shared your innermost thoughts, some very personal details about your lives. And I just feel very honored. I mean, Cindy Nichols said to me that she had never spoken about the things that she talked to me about ever. So what a privilege and an honor and completely humbling. So, and there have been others like that as well. And I, I, I just love the way that that has evolved. And, and look at Vicky Rugg, okay? So she has been so proud of her green shy for 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 years she before she did um katie godfrey's podcast um a while back she was physically ill before during and after because she was so nervous you know what f it you know what's the worst that can happen she's on on instagram ma- mixing cocktails and making videos she came on with me and visibly enjoyed herself and said how much she enjoyed herself I have loved that element of of doing the podcast. That has just been amazing. I've loved that as well. I know how um, I know how stressed she was before Katie's podcast. I've actually got um, some <laughs> I've got some videos that she's pictures that she sent me of her face beforehand. She was like, <laughs> and then I listened to her her second interview of you the, the other day, and she's chilling in the garden. Hubby's bringing her cocktails while she's having a chat. She's just so much more relaxed with it. So it is it is really lovely. I love that. I loved Cindy's as well. She really did. Um, she really did let us let us in didn't she yeah. to her journey and um yeah it is it's been lovely from from our end as well to kind of mm. get to know people um 
And you, know, you, Dion, you know, you shared some really sad stuff and I had lots of messages back going, oh, bless Dion and, and Nikki Atkins with her, oh, Nikki. Her, her situation as well. I mean, and, you know, Jade, you know, she actually did shed a few tears, you know. She I cried was, when I listened oh, to James. It's just, it's just been so special really i cannot yeah. i cannot emphasize that enough i'm so grateful and it's just been amazing for me and and what country have you found um you know it, like you say every country's had a different approach haven't they um what country have you found that has you know perhaps sort of shocked you the most with regards to the way they're doing things or the way they're handling things or just how their government is you know varies in comparison to you know our experience here in in the UK yeah well I obviously find Sweden very fascinating they have not locked down at all but Stockholm is now saying that it's got some kind of herd immunity so that that is in, interesting I mean obviously you have to look at population size and everything before you actually look at the numbers but that is really fascinating the other thing that I found the other country was Hannah spoke about her parents in Belarus and oh they they're totally they're just not acknowledging the the virus at all as a as a government the people don't have the option to lock down it clearly is there the virus but they don't have the option to lock down and they have to go to work they her dad couldn't even get unpaid leave he didn't want to go to work, but he has to go. And the government are just saying, right, well, guys, the, the best thing you can do is tractor is good at beating the virus. Going on your tractor, drinking. Oh, oh my God, no way. Air. Yeah. So that's, that is all they're being given in Belarus. And, you know, how interesting is that? Very, very. I'm going to listen to Hannah's. I haven't listened to Hannah's second interview. I'm going to listen straight after this. Wow. Okay, so have you picked up your tweezers at all since you've been in lockdown? Yeah, I've got a tray of um, nine millimeter promades. I've got a tray of eights, mate. I'm going to make some shorter lengths just so that those first couple of appointments when I come back are, are not too scary. I have also done a fan teach. I've taught my kids to make volume fans. No way. Yeah, so they are 11 and 15. Jemima, straight off the tweezers, made five perfect fans. Daisy, wow. less perfect, but her enthusiasm for it was to be commended. She, she'll, she'll be fine. They'll both be fanning by the end of lockdown. Wow, I love that. I did say to my husband, um, can I teach him so he can do my lashes? And he said yes. So, Great. Yeah. He won't let me lash him, but he said that he'll lash me. Oh, Dion, you need to make this a little a little vlog. You need to make a video record <laughs> of that because that would be such fun. You teaching him from start to finish and your final shot is your lashes. Yeah, I might do that. I might actually do that. That would be hilarious. That would that be would amazing. Actually, it would actually be hilarious. We, yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and see if I can make it happen. Yeah, he, he, he's like, if if you can do it, I can do it. <laughs> oh right, okay, fighting talk. But do you know what? One, because sometimes I just practice anyway. Once I was in the kitchen, just having a little practice downstairs, and I, he was like, let me try, it. and he just he made perfect fans straight away as well. Oh, how annoying! Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, but I love that you're doing that. So you, you're pro-making, which for yeah. those that don't know, you're pre-making your own fans that you've handmade mm -hmm. and you're organizing those and getting those ready so that when it comes to um, back to business, you're already ahead of the game. You've mm -hmm. got some fans ready to go. I love that. I love that. Well done you. Thank you. Love that. Okay. I'm curious. Are you on top of your laundry? <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I'm not ironing, but I never iron. So that's no big, that's no biggie. We just wear a lot of lycra in this house. <laughs> that surprises me. I really thought that you would be that. Um, I really sort of thought that you would be that, you know, once a week or twice a week, you've got that set time where you sit down and you do all your, your weekly ironing, Joe. Oh, God, no. no oh, I'm so way. surprised. I mean, actually, I don't mind if there's a big pile of ironing. It's quite satisfying to get through, to see it one side all wrinkly and then one side it piles up all beautifully the other side. But no, I haven't. I definitely haven't done that. You should see the state of my airing cupboard. Oh, my God. No, I haven't done that. Okay, okay. Sorry so to shatter you your illusions. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do feel a little bit um, broken. I, 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 yeah, I, I kind of just imagined you as sort of, you know, that. No. Doing no. your ironing. <laughs> Stepford wife, no, that's not me. Although my sister always calls me a Stepford wife. I think that's quite insulting, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm definitely not. So are you, obviously your girls are a bit older, but just on the laundry note, like I know a lot of mums are finding it even harder to keep up with the housework at the moment because everyone is always here. Yeah. Um, is that the case for you or are you finding it easier to manage sort of being at home all of the time? Are your girls good? Do they help? Does your husband help? Mm, well, I'm, I've just cleaned my bathroom this morning and the girls and we'll have to do the other one so my kitchen I do like to keep really clean and one of them's going to run the hoover around today so it is a bit of a team effort but I definitely have to keep the house clean because when there's mess there's stress yeah 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 so so everyone's doing their part and keeping on top of it yeah that's good okay all right so one of my last questions for you is um everyone's using this time to reflect aren't they everyone's mm. reflecting everyone's kind of going going within and you know discovering themselves again and you know analyzing their businesses um do you <laughs> 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 and your face was hilarious just <laughs> so my question to you is are there any aspects of your lash business that you think you are going to change when you go back or has it kind of made you realize that you're quite happy with your you know the way your business kind of just goes along and yeah. not really I love the way that my business works I don't work myself into the ground because of my my fingers and also my neck I have issues with so I I limit myself I know that I can't do much more than six hours a day so when that six hours is filled up whether it's the morning or the evening or whenever that's it I close my diary so I'm pretty good at at being quite disciplined what stresses me out more is all of the dancing runs and the after school clubs and things that I have to fit around the the children and the the constant taxi taxi mum kind of thing and you know my daughter does dance comp so that's weekends we're you know so this I love the lack of stress that I feel is partly due to having that holiday vibe they don't have to go to all of these things that I have to fulfill so that is 
that is lovely. And I am having time to breathe and I'm having time to be more creative. I've started to develop my, my vo vocal coaching side of my business, which I, I really want to do. That's obviously- I love, I love that, yeah. Um, Hannah Pajeto, we've already done one, one lesson. She wanted to tweak a few things. And so that is brilliant. And I'm starting to read and research all of that because it's quite hard. I'm not a, a voice coach per se. I have done a lot of um, broadcasting and drama. And so I know how I do it, but it's translating that into teaching someone else in a meaningful way so i'm doing a lot of reading i'm 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 trying to get the stuff i know inside out on down on paper so that's good you know i wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for lockdown you know i have ideas all the time but it's actually having the time to do it and you know that is not to be sniffed at for sure no no i love that i love i love that you're doing that with hannah i know a little bit about that obviously because we speak um and it's so cool and it's so you and you know you definitely do have so much to offer in terms of you know the advice and the guidance that, that you give when it comes to you know all aspects of presenting yourself and speaking and and uh and, and and stuff like that <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just really, stuff like that it's just really, like that. it's really nice to bring the two my two passions together you know yeah. broadcasting and lashing i mean it's, it's just it's just such a great opportunity and yeah so i'm i'm totally buzzing dion to be honest i just oh. hope, I hope that bloody virus doesn't get us <laughs> It's not gonna, it's not gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink more vodka. I'm going down the Belarus route. I'm you need to get on the tractor. <laughs> I need a fucking tractor. What Can you get one on Amazon, do you think? <laughs> Ride the tractor. <laughs> I can do the fresh air. I've got the vodka nailed. Just need the tractor. Just need the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we should probably end there, do you think? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Joe, it's been a pleasure. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I will catch up with you in two weeks' time to see how you are, um, how you are surviving lockdown. <laughs> Thank you, Dion. <laughs> you take care. You too, babe. <laughs> Nineteen.